You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. You're listening to Adventures of Little Miss Detroit, where we explore the Motor City through the eyes of a precocious eight-year-old girl and her friends. Adventures of Little Miss Detroit is recorded at Podcast Detroit's Midtown Studio. Hi, guys, and guess what? Today, we're going to be turning the table, and my sidekick, Mrs. G, is going to be interviewing me, KJ, and I'm really excited to see what she's going to do. <laughs> so take it away. And so who are you, KJ? Are you the founder and host of Adventures of Little Miss Detroit? Yeah. All righty. Well, I'm excited today to turn the tables and to uh, ask you the questions. <laughs> so we, um, so my first question to you is, why a podcast and how did you actually start your podcast? A lot of people have asked us questions since you started on Facebook or on social media. Like, how did KJ get started? How does she do this? So talk to us a little bit about how you got started and why you decided to launch a podcast. So the idea first came to me when... I w- said I wanted to be a YouTuber, and I really want to wa- be a YouTuber because I watch a lot of YouTube videos, and I really love YouTuber YouTubers. Like, sometimes at the end, they would say, toodles, and I, like my little cousin Imani, once she was, like, um, recording on the tablet, and it was so cute and funny, she was like, all right, bye guys. Make sure you give this video a thumbs up and tell me in the comments. Bye. And so what happened? And Why so- did you decide to do podcasts versus YouTube? Well, at first I wanted to be a YouTuber, but then after that, like it just turned like it just turned into a podcast and like we kind of made it to this day. Alrighty, and so my other question is, did you do research as you prepared to launch the podcast? So did you listen to podcasts? And if so, what are your favorites? So I did listen to podcasts. I used to listen to, I still do, I still do listen, I still do listen to podcasts. I love um, Brains on Science um, podcast and forever ago i just started listening to forever ago it's a really really good podcast i love it and what is forever ago about forever ago is about like things of uh, that we we're using nowadays like shoes and umbrellas and clocks and so I really love Forever Go. It's also like about historical things mm. and also things that we're using now. Oh, okay. So it kind of shows you how different things like shoes developed over a course of time. So also ta- <coughs> it talks about how shoes were made, what shoes were like, how it started, like mm. the whole story. Oh, okay. And so it's been, I think now we really, really started kind of testing and doing some of your initial um, episodes, like I think in September or October. So it's been about six months now. What have you learned about hosting your own podcast? Um, What has surprised you the most? So what has surprised me is that like, 
now people are like they're like getting to know me around different places. I um I do like it, but <laughs> hey. Um and already there's a person who wants me to do something for Earth Day. Oh, they want okay. me to read the book Lorax to an Avalon, the original Avalon, um to children and anybody else who is there. So I'm really excited to do that. And what surprised me, I like what I experience is that it's really really fun getting to ask people questions and like knowing how stuff works and sometimes. Mm-hmm. I that, really like with the episode where I got to the donuts because we ate way too many donuts. Uh-huh. And um, when I interviewed, um, I'll say when I interviewed Miss Isa. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that episode in a little bit. But I also want to know: Is it harder than you expected? Like what what do you do to prepare for each episode? <laughs> so every like. On the weekend, I on Saturday I have gymnastics, and then on Sunday sometimes we go to church. But during like the afternoon or at night, I start to work on my script. That's the day before Monday. But if it's that week where um the week in so between we go, where we're not recording, yeah, I still <laughs> sometimes do it. But then the week at the weekend after that, I actually do get ready for the script and everything. So how do you get ready for the script? What are you actually doing? Are you writing it? Are you typing it? I'm typing. Are you practicing? It. I'm Take ty- us through it. So I'm typing um on Mrs. G, my mom's computer. On Word, I love typing because I still the one finger. I'm one fingered, but I'm one. So you're finger still handed. pecking. So you're I'm pecking. still pecking, but I'm really fast at doing it. You're I'm fast not like <laughs> because when I see you do, I think you're just pressing random, just random letters. I think you're doing that, but then when I try to do it myself, it ends up like K G O N my. Well, mommy, mommy's been typing probably for thirty years, so you have you, it takes a while to to be able to type really fast. So you type it, you pack it out on the computer, <laughs> right? And then what else? So I type out like the initial things. Well, I should just do my part mm-hmm. and the questions, and then my mom, Mrs. G, the my mom mm-hmm. adds on like the part she says, and at the beginning, as you all know. The Adventures of Little Mr. G- Detroit is recorded at Podcast Midtown Studio. She does that, and then sometimes she does the ending and closing. And so, like, the s- process, I would say, is get the computer out, get on Word, and then think of questions. Mm-hmm. Brainstorm, that's what I would say. We brainstorm. brainstorm. Okay. And then after you brainstorm, maybe you come up with a couple of questions, you type them down, and then you first want to ask, like, tell me, so, please tell me where and where you grew up, and then you keep on going, and, like, um, in the um episode where I interviewed Miss Aesop, mm-hmm. um, I... I did some questions related to school, and then I did some really <laughs> random questions. Right, right. And so you ha- then you practice, right? Yeah, so I do practice. you read the script, or do you kind of work with your mom, me, or Mr. G, and kind of go over the script and role play, or do you just practice by yourself? Sometimes I practice by myself, but when I did it in Spanish and in English, I had some help from Mr. G because... 
that my dad is good at Spanish, but not as good as I am. <laughs> and he teach he taught me when I was first learning, but now I'm better than him. And my mom, yeah, so she's good. You're good. No, I'm not. I don't know no. any any Spanish. So I think um, <clears throat> I would say that's you know looking at you develop through this process. That's been the one thing that I've been most proud of you about. Um, is that you know we started out initially on the donut episode. I was driving you around and putting in a lot more work. But uh-huh. the one thing that I love about what you've done um, is grown, and now you're taking more ownership of your episodes and you're writing your own scripts. And you know, and even Ellen was talking about she could tell how you had been practicing and getting more comfortable <laughs> on the microphone, and so. you're making more of an effort and really working to become a better podcaster. Uh So um, I'm me and your dad are really proud of you. Um, And then I think the other thing that has been really proud that we're really proud about is that sometimes we've, you know, encouraged you to work on listening or sitting still. And it's been wonderful to see you have a project, a passion project that you love, that you actually understand why we're telling you those things. So can you talk a little bit about what you've learned as far as how to be a better listener? So first I have a comment about what you just said. (laughs) Um, Are you sure podcaster is the exact, uh, is it the right word? Uh, I mean, you're a host, right? You're the founder and host. So you're the founder and host of this podcast. But I actually do think that podcaster is a word. Um, So we'll just go with it. But can you talk to us a little bit about how you have become a better host? Instead of a podcast or how you've become a better host and how you connect with your guests. So, um, I think that when you listen, you really need to listen really closely because even though you have your script and all the questions, when you listen, they may have like a question right in front of you that they're talking about. And then you can ask a question based on what you heard. Right. Based like, um, and then... So, like, listening and then picking up on what they said to ask a follow-up question? Yeah. Okay. And um, what also, have you learned anything else just about kind of people? And um, I've learned that people can come in many different shapes and sizes, and they have everybody in the whole wide world, seven, I think it's seven billion trillion people all around the world have different personalities and everybody has a different background which i love that about people i love that about being a human oh well that's pretty cool you're you're a pretty cool human yourself (laughs) you know and i i carried you so i feel like you know i should get a few props for that yeah Um, (laughs) yeah (laughs) um so can you talk a little bit about like what's next for your podcast, how you would like to grow it? Um, you know, if you, oh, ooh, I have a question. If you could pick one guest in the whole wide world that you would like to interview, who would that be? Uh, that's a really, really hard choice. Uh-huh. I mean, we I got, think I know. I think I know. We but. have gymnastics. We have basketball. We have... 
other host on podcast, we have president. Well, not the current president right now. Maybe when he, maybe later. But uh, the governor. Okay. Well, nurses. Here. Okay. Uh, well, run down. I'll give you three. You have three choices. Thank you. Of if you could pick your most favorite guest. Three choices. Um, does it have to be alive or passed away? I would I'll let you pick whoever. Alive or passed away. Okay. Uh Steph Curry. I knew that was on the <laughs> <laughs> Steph Curry. Uh-huh. Michael Jackson, oh. so he can teach me the moonwalk <laughs> and tell me the steps, because I'm really bad at the moonwalk. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see. One more, one more. I don't know. Maybe it'll be Simone Biles or Allie Raisman or Gabby Douglas. I have no idea. Come on, come on. Give, oh, give me make, four. No, uh-uh. Only three. Uh, make uh, the choice. Make the choice. <laughs> uh, uh, and... Michelle Obama. Oh, okay. All right. I do want to interview Michelle Obama and President um, Barack Obama. Okay, okay. Huh. I'm, I'm so not that's sh- four. Right. Well, they're they're married, so maybe you could interview them together. But no, I think that's a I think that's an excellent excellent list. Um. So my other question for you. Which I think you had just answered. No. Mentioned? Yeah, you had mentioned something. Uh, Well, you asked if you could add someone who had been like passed away. So if it was people who had already passed away or would that change your list any? Let's see. Well, yeah, we've got, I was, I'm like, all right, you give me three. All right. So Dot and Martin Luther King. Okay. uh, Betty, what? Betty Shabazz. Betty Shabazz. Okay. Because I have a um, book called Betty Before X. Okay. It's um, Betty's life before she married Malcolm X. Okay. Uh, let's see. That's a really hard decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and Prince. Prince. <laughs> You're your daddy's child. <laughs> <laughs> with your love for Michael Jackson and Prince. That's funny. Um, so I know that you, you talked a little bit about some of the stuff that you like to do. Um, I know, obviously, that you love to read. And so can you share a little bit about one of the um One of project- my favorite books? Uh, one of your favorite books, but then also I was going to ask you about your recent um, team reading royalty. Um, can okay. you talk a little bit about what so, reading royalty was and what you all did? I'll um, start off. Month? I'll start off um, with my favorite book. That's a really hard decision. I love lots of books. There's still books that I haven't read, but my favorite book so far is. We'll have to say. This book called Legend of Everfree. It's uh, a book about these girls, my, my Little Pony, the little My Little Pony crew, um, going to this camp called Camp Everfree. And there was like, uh, they were around the campfire, and this um, 
one of the camp counselors told him a spooky story, mm-hmm. and it was about this um, spirit who ruled the forest, and her name was Gaia Everfree, and the mm-hmm. camp was named after her. Um, but one of the um, camps, the counselor's parents, they um, were trying to, they were going to make a camp there. She suddenly appeared and they said, he, she said, what are you doing here and why are you here? They said they were going to make a camp for all kids here and she, she gave them a side, she gave them a side eye, but then <laughs> they even offered to, offered to um, have the camp in her honor oh wow the name of you read that this year or last year uh, this year and so it's a really really good book um it's you can find it at barnes and noble you can find it at source booksellers right we went to source remember the bookstore we went to in grandma rosedale oh so i also have another book okay the magnificent maya tibbs maya in the middle i love that book it kind of shows how the middle child is a little bit hard but maya tibbs while since her family forgot her mom and dad forgot about her because she gave their her their older brother um i think it's micah but that his nickname is nugget because mm-hmm. he thinks his name his name is famous because nugget is like a little type of gold and so my th- their dad and mom gave them a job to help their dad for the store, and they think that her their little sister Macy is really cute, and they've got they like forget about her, and they haven't really talked to her, or they don't really. So it's about being a middle child. Yeah, but she while she's at school, it's Blue Bonnet their their town's name, mm-hmm. Blue Bonnet. Um, B- Blue Bonnet's one hundred. 100th birthday and their the classroom is doing a project a project that you have to create your own business so it gets her busy and lets her like move on from what's mm-hmm. happening at her home she creates a good news newspaper that's also what i want to do but. oh okay so you like to create like an, an adventures of little misty trait newsletter to go with the podcast yeah Okay, well, that's uh, look something else for you to put on your project board. Okay, so reading royalty. So, have you guys tell me um, on my website if you guys have ever heard of the Southfield Public Library book battle? It's a really competitive and fun <laughs> challenge. So, you have six books that you need to read. This year's books were Milo Speck. Boy Called Bat, Jupiter Storm. Jupiter Storm is about this girl named... Uh, oh, we'll finish uh, with the books. Jupiter Storm, what else? Jupiter Storm, Boy Called Bat, Milo Speck, uh, Beach Party Surf Monkey. Uh, the Robins, the book about the Rob- uh, Robinson. No, The Hero Two Doors Down. The Hero Two Doors Down. Um, that five... I can't remember the last one. So, wait, wait, wait. Okay. And I. Well, I'll look it up right quick. Harlem Charade. Harlem Charade. Okay. And so there were six books for you all to, to 
read and you read the books by yourself or were you a part of a larger team? I was um, a part of a larger team. There are three people, my godbrother and my both of my godbrothers, Maddox and Matthias, that you guys have heard them um, in the first episode about donuts. The donuts. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and so you may have noticed that we're like family and so I love reading. We're all reading nerds. And so uh, it's like the book battle is a little challenge where you have to read six books. And our team was reading royalty. We specialized on two books each. I specialized on Boy Called Bat and Jupiter Storm. Mm-hmm. Then my other friends, Bilo, um, Beach Price Surf Monkey, Milo Speck, all the rest of the books. And so... Our team was called Reading Royalty. We were, I was like on the tip of my tongue. I was gonna say Reading, Reading Warriors because Golden State Warriors, but right, right. <laughs> or Reading is Golden. Yeah, and so then the competition. Out. You guys read the book. We went to Southfield Public Library. We didn't win. But it was okay. Right. But there was about, it looked like there were about 30 other teams. It's basically like the Super Bowl of reading. And so teams come from all over kind of Metro Detroit, teams between like the ages of, I think, fourth grade and sixth grade. And so they're the... um, Southfield Public Library staff will ask questions, and I think there were based four, on those books, based on those before book six books. Six and so books. there was about four rounds of about five questions each, and the questions were very very detailed. And then on top of that, the they kids, read a little skit of like right. the, the book. But you also had to know those details. But then you had to know the author's, author's last right. name. You had to write it correctly, and, and it was all time. The time. Like what it was literally most important about that was the time. You only had twenty seconds. Can you believe that you could only have twenty seconds to write an answer? It could have been like forty seconds, which would have been closer to a minute. And we we could check our right. spelling and everything. But it's twenty seconds. So I was proud of you guys. You as did it so, win uh, this soon, year. As soon as the time runs out, you have to put your pencils down and hand you give. It's your runner, so each lane had a runner. They would run and get the answers and um go to the staff. The staff. The yep. So and then they would um do how um like the answers tally up the answers. Yeah, to tally up the answers. So you guys did a wonderful job. Unfortunately, you guys weren't able to bring yeah. home the crown. That's right. Um, because what was it? Who was the team that won? Um. <clears throat> It was, literacy, literacy gurus. Yeah, literacy gurus got a perfect score. So shout out to literacy gurus. Yep. From, Congratulations. I think it was, oh gosh, I forgot the name of the school, but shout out to them. Perfect score. It was a great team. Shout out to Reading Royalty for really doing a great job. So um, congratulations to in both teams. Closing, <laughs> in closing, KJ, my last question for you, or there are a couple of questions. So I know when you launched the podcast, you were very, very clear about wanting Detroit to be a part of the podcast. So 
why? Like, what do you love about Detroit? And why did you want to talk to people about Detroit and their lives growing up in Detroit and the work that they do in Detroit? What I most love about Detroit is, let's see, all the historical, historical monuments and landmarks and all the historical things that, that are in Detroit. This is Detroit is also a really historical place because Rosa Parks came here after she was done being in Montgomery, Alabama. Mm -hmm. So the the role that Detroit has played in like the civil rights movement. Yep. And I know you like architecture and parks. So and art. This city is really artistic. It has artistic talent everywhere. It's really, I just love it. You love the Whether city. it's graffiti or murals, it doesn't matter to me. I just like art. <sighs> and so. <laughs> All right. So in closing, then my question for you is how Detroit are you? On scale one to ten? On a scale of one, one to ten. Twenty, please. One to twenty. One, one to twenty. 20. <laughs> On a scale from one to twenty, KJ, how <sighs> Detroit are you and why? I'm full out Detroit because it's so creative. There's reading books and everything. It's so exciting. Everything is just, I just love everything about Detroit. You love everything about Detroit. And do you think Detroit is a great place to raise kids? Uh. I was raised and raised and nurtured and de- in Detroit, so I would give that a thumbs up. Of course, <laughs> it's a perfect place <laughs> to raise kids. Well, that's that's wonderful. It's been really cool because to- you raised me here, and I'm a. I mean, you, you think you're a pretty good kid? Yeah. Okay. Give yourself a pat on the back. It's been really cool to uh, turn the tables on you again. I'm really excited about your hard work and your dedication to your podcast and glad to see you really developing. Also <laughs> like to thank the podcast Detroit team, uh, Ellen and Dave for just helping you um, become better at what you wanted to do and being one of the youngest podcasters on um, the podcast Detroit team. So thank you, Ellen. And thank you, Dave. And lastly, we're just going to say we're oh, signing off. I'm going to do a shout out to two podcasts. Okay. Shout out to Brains on Podcast, Science Podcast, and also shout out to Forever Ago. I love their podcast. And maybe one day, just maybe one day, I can interview the um, host and have the co-host. We could all bring our little, some co-host, co-host. Yeah, yeah, because they really gave you, in a lot of ways, your inspiration to do your own thing. So, yeah, shout out to Brains One. Uh, cause and we, Forever Ago. And forget, Forever Ago, because they, we listen to a lot of those podcast episodes in the car. So, in closing, we just like for you to remember you're never too young or too old for your next adventure. Please visit um, our website at adventuresoflittlemissdetroit.com dot com or like us on Facebook. KJ, what's the Facebook? Adventures of Little Miss Detroit. Well, Facebook. Facebook.com slash Adventures of Little Miss Detroit. But if you already have the Facebook app, you can just type in that little search thing, that little rectangular search thing, Adventures, A-V-E-N, 
T U R E S O F O with space O F. Little Miss Detroit. Little Miss Detroit. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you later. <laughs>